Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your favor, your peace, your joy, and all the other stuff, Father God, that you have blessed us with, Father God. I thank you for this is the day that you have made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for your word. Speak to our hearts, Father God. Speak to our issues that we have, Father God, that we can just continue to depend upon you because you have the answer to everything. Thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. Okay, uh, Hebrews 9, I'm reading out of the NIV version, starting verse 1. Now the first covenant had regulations for worship and also an earthly sanctuary. A tabernacle was set up in its first room where the lampstand and the table with its consecrated bread. This was called the holy place. Behind the second curtain was a room called the most holy place, which had the golden altar of incense and the gold-covered Ark of the Covenant. This ark contained the gold jar of manna, Aaron's staff that had budded, and the stone tablets of the covenant. Above the ark were the cherubim of the glory, overshadowing the atonement cover. But we cannot discuss these things in detail now. Verse 6. When everything had been arranged like this, the priests entered regularly into the outer room to carry on their ministry. But only the high priest entered the inner room, and that only once a year, and never without blood which he offered himself and for the sins of the people had the sins the the people had committed in ignorance the holy spirit was showing by this that the way into the most holy place had not yet been disclosed as long as the first tabernacle was still functioning this is an illustration for the present time indicating that the gifts and sacrifices being offered were not able to clear the conscience of the worshipper they are only a matter of food and drink and various ceremonial washings external regulations applying until the time of the new order. Verse 11, but when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands, that is to say, is not a part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who were are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God? Verse 15. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant that those who called may receive the promised in the eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. In the case of a will, it is necessary to prove the death of the one who made it, because a will is in force only when someone has somebody has died. It never takes effect while the one who made it is living. This is why even the first covenant was not put into effect without blood. When Moses had proclaimed every command of the law to all the people, he took the blood of calves together with water, scarlet, 
wool and branches of hyssop and sprinkled the scroll and all the people. He said, this is the blood of the covenant, which God has commanded you to keep. In the same way, he sprinkled with blood both the tabernacle and everything used in its ceremonies. In fact, the law requires that nearly everything be cleansed with blood, and without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. It was necessary then for the copies of the heavenly thing to be purified with these sacrifices, but the heavenly things themselves were better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with human hands that was only a copy of the true one. He entered heaven itself now to appear for us in God's presence. Nor did he enter heaven to offer himself again and again, the way the high priests enter the most holy place every year with blood that is not his own. Otherwise, Christ would have had to suffer many times since the creation of the world. But he has appeared once for all at the culmination of the ages, uh, at the culmination of the ages to do away with sin by the sacrifice of himself. Just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many, and he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Nicole. Wow. 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 You know, wow. You know, we 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 reading uh all this stuff that's going on here, and it's and it's basically talking about the the new covenant that, that we have with the Lord, because the old covenant, apparently there were flaws in it. The, the old covenant, we have to go back to um, chapter eight of Hebrews, uh, verse seven. It says, for the first covenant that had been, uh, it had not been at the, uh, faultless, then no place will have been sought for a second uh, covenant. So in other words, the first one, because of all the rituals that he had, because it was for man to, to fulfill what God has taught him to fulfill by the sacrifices of animals for our sins, for our forgiveness. Man has constantly not been able to fulfill the law and has not been able to fulfill the requirement that, that God has placed on his hands for him to do. So Christ himself had to be that fulfillment. Christ himself had to become that, that particular covenant right here in Hebrews uh, uh, 9, and I'm going to be reading from the New International Version. It says, for Christ came to be the high priest of the good things already that are now. When he came, he went through the greater and perfect holy tent. This tent was not made with human hands. In other words, it was not part of creation. So Christ came and he didn't have to go through the, the tabernacle as we know it today. He went directly, directly to the father, directly to the father. You know, it says, it says in verse 12, he says, he did not enter by spilling the blood of goats and calves. He entered the most holy place by spilling his own blood. He did not, he did it once and for all. In other words, Christ came, you know, and his suffering and his shedding of his blood, you know, be became our covering, became our forgiveness. That, that blood washed us from all sins. But it says that he did it once. He doesn't have to go back and die on the cross again for our sins. He did it once by grace, you know, so we can come to the Father as we are. 
we can come to him and present our petition to present our lives to him. And you know what? And because Christ did it once when he, when God sees us, he sees us to the, uh, to the, to, through Christ Jesus. So when he looks at us, he doesn't see Robert Hernandez. He sees Christ in Robert Hernandez. So I'm that, he's that filter, you know, that, that God looks at us and, you know, and that's why, you know, a lot of times, you know, when the word of God says that we are righteous, you know, that we are his, his holy priesthoods, you know, that we are his children, that we are heir to the throne. It's because God is seeing us through Jesus Christ. What a beautiful thing that we have in the Lord Jesus, that he made a way for us, that no matter what we, what goes on in our lives, when God sees us, he sees us through the grace of Jesus. He sees us through Jesus and, then we, and he sees us being whole being complete, you know, and that's what the way that we should be looking upon ourselves of who we are, you know, and not judging ourselves the way that we do sometimes, because you know what, when we mess up, sometimes we blame ourselves. And sometimes we have that guilt that, oh my God, I shouldn't have done this. And sometimes we hold ourselves to a higher, you know, position that we should have known better, but we are fragile. You know, we're not perfect. But we have one that is perfect, and that is our Lord Jesus, that we can go to him and say, Lord, help me. Lord, forgive me. And it is done. He doesn't have to go back on the cross and die again. You know, he doesn't have to go. We don't have to go do no sacrifices of animals because that's a thing of the past, you know, but because of the blood of Jesus that remains the same today as he was 2,000 years ago when he died. You know, because it says there at the end of 12, it says he paid the price to set us free. He paid the price that we can be free. And you know what? And talking about free, Freedom Conference is coming. Freedom Conference is coming. And we've been praying and you guys have been praying. And I couldn't make it out to the to the meeting that you guys just. How's that? I don't know. How the heck did I do that? See, I'm all, I'm all messed up this morning, you know, but, you know, but uh, I now lost my thought because God, God paid the price, you know, to set us free. And we're talking about the Freedom Conference coming up, you know, and God is going to be setting a lot of people free you know, because of the blood of Jesus, because of what Jesus did, you know, for the victory is already ours in him. You know, it says there, verse 13, it says, the blood of goats and bulls is sprinkled on the people, you know, and 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 so are the ashes of the young, of the young cow, that they are sprinkled on the people, because that fulfills the law, because the, the sprinkling was to call the unclean Clean once it's sprinkled. Now you imagine that. Imagine every time that you messed up that they got to sprinkle blood on you. You know, I could just I could just see you guys now and myself, all kinds of drops of blood all over ourselves every single time we messed up, you know. But that was the way that it was. But because of Jesus, we don't have to do that. Because of Jesus, we can just go directly to Him and He forgive us. And it says in 14. But Christ offer himself to God without any flaw. You know, and, and you think about what, what Christ did, that he offered himself, you know, that he went to his father. And he says, I go in their place. 
I position myself, you know, and he came and he died for our sins to cleanse us for all unrighteousness. Every time I think about the sacrifice of the Lord, you know, and what he did for us upon that cross, you know, I have to, I have to be grateful and I have to be thankful that he set me free that because of his blood, because of that sacrifice, because of that new covenant that he made with us through himself, you know, that we are washed in the blood of the Lamb. You are made whole. You are made complete because of what Christ did, you know. And it says in 15, and that is why Christ is the goal in between. That is why Christ is the mediator. That, that you know, every time... Again, every time we mess up, come on now, I messed up all the time, you know, I'm not perfect, but every time I messed up, you know, there's Christ, and Christ say, it's the telling God, he said, he says, it's under my blood, I got this, you know, he says, I got Robert, you know, I got Doug, you know, I got Patrick, you know, they're under me, they're, they're under my blood, you know, and then and that the punishment won't come our way. Why? Because we are, we are under the blood of Christ because of the price that Jesus uh, gave for us. Because under that blood, we are cleansed and we are washed and we are made new. And that's why he's the goal between. No longer do we have to go to man. No longer do we have to go to and confess our sins uh, before man. But we go and confess it before the Father through Jesus Christ. And he, and he forgives us. That is a beautiful thing that we don't depend upon man, but we depend upon uh, Christ because he gave us that free, that, that gift. He gave us that promise of eternal life because it's not just forgiveness. It is eternal life with Christ. It is eternal life in his kingdom when he comes. So we have, you know, Jesus says, says I go to prepare a place. So where I'm at, you will also be. So Christ already prepared a place for Doug. He prepared a place for Paul. He prepared a place for June. He prepared a place for Nicole. He prepared a place for all of us, you know, in preparation for that time that we go over, you know, that time that we are going to meet the Father, that time that we're going to go to heaven. I remember, I remember doing my father's funeral uh, about four years ago in Florida, you know, and 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 I'm and I'm there, and and my, my dad is in behind me. Uh, and um, and I'm doing the ceremony, the, the, the welcome, the going home ceremony, the victory ceremony, however you want to call it. But you know, and I was there, and I was, and I was telling them about, about my dad, and I said, you know, my dad, knowing him, he's probably in heaven right now, telling them, hey, I want this this way because that was my dad. Wait a minute, that color is a little bit off, you know, because my dad was a stickler sometimes. You know, and he's saying, you know, this is the way I would like to get things done around here, you know, and 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 I and I was just rejoicing that my dad, there was no more pain, there was no more hurt, you know, there was no more suffering, but that he was already up there, you know, worshiping and praising God the way that we do it here on, but even better because his body was, you know, so really transformed, and and we. Have, have that promise from the Lord that one day we're going to see him again. One day we're going to see our loved ones because they're already there. Why? Because of what Christ did for us. Because he made a way. He was that bridge between, between us and God. And he made a path so that one day we can be together. So 
I love so much that he is a mediator for us. And he made a way for us that we can turn to him, that we can go to him. You know, it's so good, so good that, 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 that what he has done for us. It says in verse 24, for Christ has not entered the holy place made with human hands, which are copies of the true, but unto heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God. And that's what the Lord does. Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father, at the right hand of the Father. And every time the Lord sees me, he sees his son, you know, he sees me through his son, but he's there making intercessions for us. And, you know, and sometimes he's got to make a lot of intercession for us because we can mess up sometimes, but he is there making a way, making a way so that we, that, so that we can have the assurance of the promise that he has given us. And he says in 25, not that he should offer himself often as the high priest, because the high priest, they have to do this every year. The high priests have to go before the holies of holies, you know, and prepare themselves and sprinkle blood and do all of these sacrifices and do all of the, the, the ceremonies, you know, but he did it once. Once he did it for all of us, you know, and, and that's why, you know, the Lord is always calling us. Back in Genesis, you know, when Adam messed up in the beginning, Adam messed up and Adam was hiding. The law went after Adam. The law went after Adam. He says, where are you? You know, he wants our relationship. He wants us to be close to him. He wants us to draw close to him. And that's, our, and that's what we should be doing every single day. As we read the word, as we see here, how, how Christ, you know, that he, he became that new covenant, you know, he made, he made a way that way we don't have to go through all the stuff that they did in the old Testament. And I thank God that we don't have to be sprinkled with blood, you know, because if knowing, knowing the way things are, we will be all red pretty much all the time because we messed up all the time, you know, but now through Christ Jesus, you know, he became our high priest. And he sits there, the right hand of the Father, you know, being a mediator between, between him and us. So that's why today we can rejoice. That's why today we can have gladness. We can have forgiveness. We can have peace. We can have deliverance. We can have mercy. We can have healing. We can have restoration through Christ Jesus because of all that he did for every single one of us. And my brothers and sisters, as we prepared, within the next couple of weeks, you know, for freedom, as we prepare ourselves, let's get ready. Let's get ready because I know God's going to do fantastic job come that weekend. I know God is on the move and God is going to bring deliverance and God is going to be healing, that God is going to bring restoration to marriages and God is on the move. So let's get ready. Let's get ready for the freedom conference. Let's get ready for our individual blessing because I know that God is going to use you guys. I know that God is getting ready to pour a fresh anointing upon you, a fresh anointing. You know, I was I was talking to Pastor Jason this morning, you know, and uh, and uh, he said he said that, that that tomorrow he's going to be going to get baptized, get baptized out there. And I said to myself, whoa, man, what an experience. 
I'm trying to experience sit a little bit here, thinking about what he's going to be going through. But I can just imagine him to be in place, to be. He was telling me that going into the house, you know, where, where, where Jesus went, you know, in Peter's house, that, you know, all those places out there, you know, and I, and I kept telling him, you know, drink it all up, you know, enjoy it and suck it all in because that's an experience to know where our heavenly father, you know, Jesus Christ walked through, you know, and now he's experiencing that. So I know him and Sandra are having a, a, a beautiful time out there, you know, and hey, receive their love on, on their behalf this morning, you know, but, uh, you know, he, I tell him that everything is good. You know, I'm, I'm not going to lose no more hair taking care of my baby girl. You know, Alexandra, you know, uh, you know, my daughter took care of this. So Alexandra doesn't have too much hair to pull out of me. But, you know, you know, I'm learning. I'm learning that that I have to just continue, continue with my with my granddaughter to grow with my granddaughter because I'm learning new things. You know, I'm six. I'm going to be 65 in, a, in a, about a week. I'm going to be 65 years old, you know, and I said to myself, eh, I'm babysitting 24 seven. Get out of here, you know, but you know, I'm enjoying it so much because you know why? Because God is just showing me his blessing, you know, because she's a gift from the Lord and God is getting ready to give us a gift. You know, God is getting ready to bless us in a special way. God is getting ready to answer your prayers in a special way. You know, I always pray. I always pray to draw closer to my, to my grandkids. And this time that Jason's away, God has given me that opportunity, me and my wife, to, to be really close to my grandkids. So that, that's an experience that I'm that, that of a lifetime for me because, you know, sometimes you have all this separation and you everybody's running around going crazy. But God is providing a way that my son can, can be at rest and growing the Lord away from us and having some R&R. And I'm having my time with my grandkids. It's such an awesome experience to know the love of God, because that's why I see, I see the love of God through my grandchildren, you know, because he loved us so much that he gave us those gifts. You know, we have to be, to, you know, to appreciate what God has given us and he has given us so much and he has given you so much and he's ready to pour out even a deep, a bigger blessing upon you. I feel it in my spirit that God is getting ready to break through for many of you guys. You know, so please keep holding on, keep your focus, keep moving forward, keep just holding on to the Lord because Jesus says, I got you. I got you. You know, you're not alone. You know, fear not, you know, that you're not alone. You're not going through this and God is getting ready to, to bring about a beautiful, beautiful blessing upon you guys. So, you know, keep your focus, keep your focus, keep trusting in God. The best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. And I can't wait to see you guys. Uh, I can't wait to see, uh, to be there uh, that, th that Friday night, you know, for the conference. But you know what? Be expecting. Because if we don't expect, we don't get nothing back. But when we're expecting, we open up the gates of heaven. Because God wants to bless you. God wants to strengthen you. God wants to help you. God wants to hold you. You know what? To be in the presence of God and to feel his embrace. He's right there with you right now. Come on now. He's right there with you right now. I feel him on me. You know, I, 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 I'm just 
just been overwhelmed with, with his presence, with his love, you know, because he's so, he's so real. He's more real than what you think is real. You know, his peace, his joy, and his comfort. So receive that this morning, that he loves you so much, and he has you, and he's getting ready to move on your behalf. So again, get ready, get ready, get ready. Keep your focus, keep your focus. The best is yet to come. I pray that you guys will have a blessed week. You know, and I will, and I will definitely, anytime I hear something from my son, I'll throw it out there. I know that he posted a couple of things in Facebook, you know, what they were out there, but you know, God is getting, speaking to him out there and God is speaking to you over here and God is ready to do a new thing in you. So get ready, get ready, get ready. Let us pray. Heavenly father, I just thank you. I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time. I thank you. Father God, that you worked out all the issues this morning, Father God, and in getting us on, Father God. And I just thank you for everyone that is listening and watching, Father. I pray that you will just meet their needs. I pray that you will just help them, strengthen them, guide them, heal their bodies, Father God, heal their minds, Father God, touch them, Father God, in those areas that they need to be touched, Father. I thank you for answering prayer in advance, Father. I thank you for making a way in, Father God, in the desert for them, Father, because you have a way, my Lord God, turning everything around, Father, because you are the God of the turnaround. So, Lord, I thank you for what you're going to be doing, and I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. And again, thank you, Nicole. You know, are we doing it again next week, right? Well, most likely, if I don't hear anything, you it. You're going to be tagged. Oh, okay, sounds good. I appreciate your help, baby. I, you know, I, I don't like to read. Don't tell nobody. I don't like reading. And, uh, but I appreciate you guys helping me out, all right? Have a blessed week. Love you all.